I'd like to welcome everyone to the Florence Weinberg Show. Frank McKay here with Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg, and she's the author of 16 books, including Before the Alamo and The Choice, which has nothing to do with Roe v. Wade. Uh, just uh, an ironic, uh, you know, title. That was a coincidence, actually. It's uh, that it uh, that it came out, and I, I think it was named even before the uh, the exposure. Uh, to the uh, Roe v. Wade uh, controversy, but we'll let Doc uh, uh, attend to that and and uh, and comment on that. But I, I think it was it was just a total coincidence, and uh, they're both historical uh, uh, fiction and novels, and uh, and it's uh, two of the sixteen books. And she's working on a memoir, and she has a documentary out and and a, a long series of of podcasts slash radio shows. Uh, Doc, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, now, the choice, it, you named it before the Roe v. Wade controversy. I think you I'm, did. I'm sorry, can you repeat the, that? The choice, the book, The Choice. Uh, oh, yes. You, you named it before there was a Roe oh, v. Yeah, Wade. I named it a long time ago. Right. <laughs> right. So that was just a coincidence. Yes, complete coincidence. But then uh, there are a lot of books out uh, with that title, I find. Uh, but the subtitle uh, tells the story. Uh, so the subtitle is about the hero, Jean de uh, Despond, the kingmaker. Uh, and so it should uh, put the readers on the right path, at least a path that has nothing to do with Roe v. Wade. Right. I always mention that. It's just... Uh, but it is just ironic, I guess. Uh, you, you would think that Roe v. Wade is uh, is going to be the catalyst to bring people out, and that people would be drove and uh, coming out in droves. And, and it, it doesn't look like it's the the case here. No, uh, I think if the election had been held right after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, uh, it would be a different story. But for some reason. Uh, the I think the uh, the nonstop screaming by the Republican Party that crime is rampant, especially in Democratic cities, uh, and people are being murdered by the dozens, uh, and uh, inflation is uh, is crushing the, <clears throat> the nation, and so on. And it's all Biden's fault, every bit of it. Um, and this is nonstop, uh, and I think it, the din of those two points has drowned out any other consideration. And so uh, I noticed that in uh, in the ranking of the concerns for Democrats, um, uh, abortion is number six, if you please. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, and Texans, uh, as I was telling you earlier, uh, Texans are not coming out to vote. They, uh, the number of Texans has fallen way below the number that came out in 2018, and that d depresses me enormously. Uh, and that's, of course, the early vote. So uh, I expect a great uh, boom of Republican voters to come out tomorrow. Yeah. They always do uh, come out to vote on uh, Election Day. But uh, perhaps, uh, apparently 9,000 um, mail-in ballots have been uh, withheld um, for some uh, snafu in the mail. And so 9,000 people 
uh, have voted, but their votes will not be counted. And I think that make make the difference uh, in many elections. So uh, that too is is something that's depressing because it, that is not going to be solved right away. Uh, it may be solved before the election is actually called in some cases because uh, tomorrow evening is not going to tell the whole story naturally, especially since um, uh, some states have pre- prevented the uh, the um, uh, the poll workers from starting to count uh, mail-in ballots until tomorrow morning. So. Uh, <laughs> That's going to hold everything up for sure, which is the purpose of that whole legislation. Um, anyway, uh, I'll probably uh, get down to what I really want to talk about <laughs> uh, about now. Uh, and although um, it seems uh, almost in vain to talk about uh, what the Democratic Party has managed to do in uh, in the last two years. They are the ones that have been in power. They have actually accomplished a few things, uh, and it's worthwhile uh, looking at it uh, as a um, as sort of summing up of, uh, of what you are actually voting for or against. And Ezra Klein, last week, uh, I don't know what uh, newspaper he, he writes for, because uh, this came out last week. Wednesday, so a week ago, um, and the title of his opinion piece is called "Biden Works on Nation's Soul, But Trump Trump Grabs Its Attention," uh, which I think is absolutely correct. But anyway, he proceeds to give a a, a very balanced view of what uh, the Biden administration has done and not done, and I'm going to follow. His summary uh, pretty closely because uh, I think he did a very good job. What he promises to do in the future and and too late uh, is to uh, summarize what the Republicans did over the past two years. And so, at the end of all this, I'm going to give a brief summary of what the Republicans did as well, but brief. Okay, so the Democrats then made three promises, and this was uh, Biden's um, campaign uh, speaking. Uh, First of all, he intended to take COVID seriously and to defeat COVID. That was one of yes, that was one of his main purposes. And number two was to pass a, a, a Franklin Delano Roosevelt-sized program uh, to address the uh, infrastructure, this crumbling infrastructure in this country, uh, which is shocking um, the contrast between our, the state of our roads and bridges and ports and so on uh, is shocking if you go to Europe, uh, which I have done, and to see the beautiful roads and, and bridges and so on, uh, and new uh, new airports and port uh, and uh, naval ports and so on uh, in Europe, uh, Western Europe certainly, by comparison to the, the situation we're in, because 
infra infrastructure has been neglected uh, for many years, uh, especially during the Trump administration, although Trump kept having infrastructure weeks uh, when nothing was done. Um, uh, so uh, defeat COVID, a big program to, to address the infrastructure problems, and to address social ills such as poverty, racial prejudice, um, and um, mental, uh, mental problems in this country. And the third thing uh, that was promised was to restore the soul of America. Uh, it's civil promise, I'm sorry, it's civic promise, civil also. It's civic promise uh, of justice for all, and it's Simple common decency, uh, both of which uh, the Trump the Trump regime betrayed pretty much. Um, justice uh, was often um, ignored uh, for various uh, schemes, monetary schemes, avoiding taxes, and so forth. And uh, common decency was a rare, rare occurrence during that uh, during that administration. Uh, daily tweets uh, attacked people person uh, ad, ad hominem uh, personally, uh, smeared reputations and so on. I mean, it became common practice. And the increase in crime uh, might reflect the general attitude that anything goes. And uh, if if the top of the administration would give permission for this kind of um, of thought, offense against uh, common decency, then uh, then you could commit crimes and get away with it. Uh, the whole atmosphere was uh, was like that, and it continues to be, because uh, the Trump being active continually since 2020 uh, has guaranteed that our attention is on him a lot of the time, rather than on. Our current administration, which is also, of course, being denied uh, as legitimate. Uh, anyway, to uh, what I'm going to do then is to go three, uh, through these three things: defeating COVID, the FDR-sized program, infrastructure, and and the social, uh, civic uh, uh, aid, and restoring the soul of America um, in detail. Um, and of course, as you said, Frank, the COVID, defeating COVID was successful. We had this warp speed um, uh, program, and it worked. 80% of Americans have at least one shot, and most, most of us have had three or four shots. Um, getting these shots has been easy. So uh, right in the beginning, when it was being set up, it was hard. I remember that. Uh, I didn't get my shot until late May, my first. Um, and uh, you had to call and call to find out where to go and all that. But then it became the ease of access was wonderful. Uh, and the shots were free. And uh, t uh, testing was also free. And uh, free tests were sent to your home for quite a while, 
and then that sort of was phased out. However, preparedness for the future has lapsed. Uh, home testing um, uh, never had a, a, a coherent program, and there was no reporting, uh, no data reporting system set up. Uh, so uh, we don't know uh, what the status is actually in the country right now as far as COVID is concerned. Uh, the only the only uh, information we get is how many people are in the hospital, how many are dying. That's way down, uh, but there is danger because uh, Ashish Jha, who is uh, one of the major uh, medical doctors on the scene nowadays uh, is out there uh, trying to get money for a new program that I had no idea was even uh, underway. And it's it's called COVID Shield. And it is a pre preparedness program um, to... Uh, replenish our med medications because uh, the, COVID vac the, the COVID virus is mutating in such a way that it is evading uh, current medications. And so people are getting sick who have had four shots. Um, usually the sickness is not serious, and yet sometimes it leaves uh, lasting damage, uh, lasting brain fog. Um, hair loss. I mean, all kinds of weird things are happening because of the virus that has escaped um, the coverage that the vaccines had given us. So um, the Republicans, by the way, uh, have absolutely re refused to fund pandem uh, pandemic preparedness uh, and shame on them. Yeah. Um, but the Democrats are letting it slide, too, they haven't been uh, they haven't been publicizing it and they haven't been pushing it. Uh, and have you did you hear uh, about COVID Shield until I, now? I've never heard it. I've never heard the expression until you, right now when you just said it. Yeah, I mean, of course, everything else is found out by the election. Uh, but um, it seems to me it should be out there uh, in in ma uh, the major news. Outlets should be talking about COVID Shield, um, especially since uh, Ashish Jha, the, the doctor, uh, has been telling us that uh, COVID is continually mutating in order to evade the uh, medications that came out uh, right after uh, uh, Biden, <coughs> excuse me, right after Biden took office. Um, so those medications are becoming ineffective. Uh, the labs are working on new variations on those same medications uh, that would cover uh, the, the new COVID mutations. But nobody's really paying attention to that. And such things as, of, of course, home testing, as I already mentioned, uh, is uh, neglected, and there is no wastewater monitoring going on, uh, no um, coherent wastewater monitoring, and that is one way of uh, finding 
whether there is a lot of COVID uh, virus in the water, uh, and that is in the wastewater. So when the toilet is flushed, uh, the, uh, the viruses that are in your body or mine uh, are also flushed with it. Uh, and if people are testing uh, in a systematic way, testing the wastewater, they will know if and when and where new viruses, new mutations are occur occurring. Uh, and it is a, a very way going on on, on the COVID scene. So um, that is the problem. Uh, Biden did extremely well, extremely well with uh, uh, with Operation uh, Warp Speed. Uh, but uh, preparedness for the future has just sort of been neglected. And it could be that everybody is waiting until Wednesday or next week sometime when we know whether uh, – uh, Biden is defeated or reelected uh, for uh, for that program, uh, COVID Shield, to to proceed. Uh, it could be that that uh, nobody has the energy uh, to camp to do the campaign and uh, and work on that problem at the same time. You know, I think if I could jump in for a second, I think absolutely one, one thing that the the president has not gotten a lot of credit for is in fact he's gotten blamed somehow i don't know how they've gotten blamed but uh what what's happened in the ukraine is obviously despicable with um uh, with regards to putin taking on uh, on his smaller neighbor and his weaker neighbor and, and having a you know real battle on his hands but yes. uh there was all indication, and especially when I was over there, I went over there two weeks after the war started, and uh, and and there was all indication that we were looking at the Third World War, and Biden, quite frankly, showed support for for the Ukraine. I think at yes. the exact proper amount, because we we couldn't go in there and start shooting down Russian planes. We'd have World War, World War Three on our hands. Yes. So. I don't think he gets enough credit for uh, how he's dealt with the war. Quite frankly, I don't see how I would have done much if there's, if I was going to handle the war. Um, obviously, there was some faux pas, some you know, some choice words that that he wishes uh, he'd have back, but nothing of any consequence when it when it comes down to it. But he has done nothing to escalate the war to turn it into mm -hmm. a world war, and it was a very tricky situation. When it right. first started, I think he's handled it and the administration has handled it as well as you possibly could. And it's a very complicated thing. Yes, you're absolutely right. And the other thing uh, about that uh, is that uh, Biden managed to persuade uh, NATO, uh, all the members of NATO who are all uh, different, have different problems of their own and different attitudes and so on. To cooperate in uh, in helping Ukraine fight off uh, Russia, uh, so they uh, Biden managed to get NATO uh, into a unified front to uh, to battle the Russians by supporting Ukraine rather than directly fighting Russia uh, and therefore avoiding <coughs> World War Three. Uh, so I think his diplomacy. 
and his team's diplomacy uh, is very much to be praised. But of course, the Republicans are screaming bloody murder about the money being spent. I think it was $17 billion so far. Uh, a month ago, I think I heard that uh, that uh, amount of money cited by the Republicans. As a whole, it's a terrible scandal in itself because it adds to the national debt, and they forget that Trump added uh, millions, if not a billion or so, uh, every year to, uh, to the national debt uh, without accomplishing anything. Uh, of course, that's my bias. Uh, the Republicans will tell you uh, how uh, how skillfully he dealt with China and so on and so on and North Korea uh, and the love letters that came there from um, and so on. But uh, but actually, objectively, very little was done uh, to justify an extra expenditure, maybe a billion dollars uh, or several billion dollars per year. Uh, to add to the national debt, we don't talk about that, but uh, helping out Ukraine and spending the money necessary to supply them with weapons um, is a scandal. That's the scandal part. Um, And as far as I'm concerned, uh, we must stop Russia, because if we don't, then any tyrant... Uh, and there are plenty of them hanging around in the uh, in the margins. Uh, could think, okay, I can uh, I can invade my neighbor and take them over. Why not? It's there's no consequence to it. Uh, so we must not allow Russia to uh, to seize Ukraine with no consequence. And of course, they've been suffering consequences. The problem is that we seem to have believed that we cannot provide air cover for Ukraine, and therefore the Russians are simply bombing them out of existence. And uh, what will be left is a nation of rubble once they get through with it, unless we do something to, uh, to provide air cover. And I think that's the problem, because Russia is now threatening to use the atomic bomb uh, in one way or another, uh, maybe a small local one, um, but uh, if if we do supply a, a means for Ukraine to protect its skies. So anyway, that is a major part of uh, Biden's accomplishment during those two years, uh, is to unify uh, NATO and to, to gain the respect of the European nations and the respect of the world, I do believe. Uh, The only disrespect of Biden is here. And, and of course, the Russians. And Russian propaganda is coming out of Fox News pretty regularly um, to help us uh, take on, half of us anyway, nearly, uh, to take on uh, the Russian bias against our own administration. And but to to get back to the the summary that the, that I've uh, prepared about Biden's doings during these past two years, um, there's the um, the infrastructure bill which he passed. He managed to pass that in a smaller form, but nonetheless, he passed it. Amazingly, he <laughs> passed it. Yeah. I didn't think he would get it through. And that is thrilling. What he has has gained there. 
for instance, um, uh, he is he is uh, encouraging and maybe putting the screws on large corporations to bring home manufacturing from abroad. So we will have American manufacturing, which is what conservatives have been complaining about also. They have been saying we really ought to manufacture our own stuff, you know, America first. Uh, and Biden is actually doing that. I think that's a universal wish that we were self would be more self-sufficient and not uh, uh, not dependent on our enemies, China and Saudi Arabia, for instance. Um, and so, uh, so the infrastructure bill uh, also um, has um, one of the central policies is to improve our attention to uh, to invention new uh, new uh, means of using the sun's energy new ways of generating electricity um, new ways of making microchips uh, all of these things are being encouraged by government funding that's part of the infrastructure bill and maybe um, maybe this uh, funding of invention that might be one of the most lasting uh, legacies uh, of the Biden administration who knows um, but on the other hand um, the the other half the social part uh, fell by the wayside it had to be separated uh, in order for the interest infrastructure have to be uh, to be passed, and that was part to, uh, that was due to Manchin, Senator Manchin's resistance uh, to so much spending, and truly there was a lot of spending involved. But on the other hand, uh, Manchin blocked everything uh, so that the entire administration was uh, left twisting in the wind there for several months before that bill find the infrastructure have finally got uh, Manchin's vote and passed. But uh, since the Senate is 50-50, is one vote or two, and the second one would be cinema, Kirsten right. Cinema's vote, uh, if they go against um, the other uh, 48 people, uh, 48 Democrats, uh, then the Democrats will are unable to pass anything because what the what have the Republicans accomplished during these two years? Nothing. They have only said no to everything, and it was absolutely unanimous. <laughs> I think it, there might have been two or three people who voted for the infrastructure bill, maybe more than a few more than that. Uh, but other than that, the Republican uh, uh, attitude, the Republican stance, was always just a total negative. And so anything that Biden has accomplished is in the face of a total negative on the other side, in a 50-50 Senate. The House was weakened uh, during the, 20, uh, 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 the 2018 election. And so the House has managed to pass a number of, of uh, Democratic uh, bills, 
and some of them are still just lying there. Uh, the uh, the voter rights bill, for instance, is another uh, one of these civic uh, things that uh, I think are exceedingly important. But um, Ezra Klein points out that that bill is such an omnibus bill that it is stuffed with stuff that is ir irrelevant, whereas such things as doing away with um, with big money, uh, the ability of corporations and billionaires to uh, to spend their wealth on their candidates. So the corruption of the election pro uh, process by big money, uh, that is not apparently addressed uh, in the voting rights bill. Uh, that's, uh, Citizens United is, is the uh, corporate part of that. It should be repealed, and I don't think the, that bill does that. Um, uh, and uh, all, all kinds of small things. The state's rights, the state's ability to pass, uh, and Texas is a good example, to, to pass rules and regulations that uh, uh, inconvenience the voters such as that uh, San Antonio has only one drop box uh, for ballots, and it's at the uh, main uh, voting's. That's, that's unacceptable. That's, that's unbelievable. Isn't it? Yes. Um, and uh, uh, there are all kinds of restrictions to uh, registering to vote, uh, what you have to do to prove uh, your identity, you need a, a current photograph and all kinds of other documents. Uh, and so finally, if you do vote, uh, the, uh, uh, there, apparently there are such restrictions on uh, uh, if you request a, uh, a mail-in ballot, uh, there are all kinds of restrictions there. I mean, you certainly have to be over 65, that's one thing. Uh, you have to be uh, provably handicapped, and you have to have a doctor's uh, um, say so in order to uh, to authenticate your claim, and so on and so forth. So uh, the voter—that's uh, one reason why the vote, the number of voters may be down—is because the restrictions have been so so difficult. But this is an example of states' rights, and uh, and of course. Uh, gerrymandering is another problem uh, that states uh, have done with impunity, uh, pretty much. Um, poll workers have been persecuted to the point where they have left, uh, and their their uh, places are being filled by uh, people who believe that uh, Trump is really our legitimate president and Biden is a fake. Um, and poll watchers who are able to carry guns, um, and on and on. Uh, so the voting rights bill has not covered uh, everything that is a problem right now and will continue to be a problem. Uh, we have to work on that, but uh, the voter rights bill is stuck in the Senate. It, will, it has not even been brought up for discussion, thanks to Mitch McConnell and the, the uh, Republican uh, uh, barrier, a total barrier. So um, uh, another problem, of course, is that the uh, Democrats stuffed too much into all of those bills, that uh, the infrastructure bill 
had probably too many uh, too many aspects to it, too many things added to it, and uh, the voting uh, rights bill also. Um, the more the merrier. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, the the infrastructure bill, for instance, was originally three point five trillion dollars, and that was when it included the social part. Uh, and uh, the uh, uh, the child what dropped out was child tax credit uh, and much more uh, that uh, uh, that would really be a benefit. And DACA, the uh, the uh, children of immigrants, uh, undocumented immigrants uh, who have uh, gone through our education system and are now. Uh, uh, contributing to uh, to our uh, our lives with uh, profitable jobs, they are lawyers and teachers and so on. They're uh, they're really upstanding citizens, but they have no status. Uh, and the uh, the plan to make them citizens and give give them some help uh, is uh, being blocked by the Republicans and. And so on and so forth. Okay, so uh, the fight for the soul of America, then. Um, uh, Ezra Klein points out what I have uh, uh, been worried about all along, and that is how quiet Biden has been during these years. Uh, he has rarely given interviews. And now lately, of course, he's on the campaign trail, finally, but it's too late. So he had a few interviews, few news conferences, few speeches. Uh, he's filled the office honorably. Uh, he has, uh, uh, he's been low scandal, if any scandal, uh, at the White House. He has comported himself with dignity and grace, which are two aspects of his personality that Trump does not share. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, his his gentleness, his gentlemanliness uh, has been a drawback because Trump uh, has seen to it, even though he's not any longer on Twitter, but may soon be again, um, he has made enough noise that he is constantly in the public view. He is noisy, he is brash, um, he is high drama, and therefore uh, his antics are always in front of us. Hmm. And unfortunately, our politics have not moved away from Trump. They are still centered on Trump. uh, this election is actually about Trump, because Trumpism, the belief that he won the election, which is an absolute falsehood that everybody secretly knows, uh, <laughs> but uh, everybody on the Republican side seems to be swearing that uh, Trump is actually our president already, um, uh, has, uh, has riveted our attention. And um, perhaps uh, Bernie uh, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren would would have been able to uh, 
to divert attention to themselves instead of uh, continually on Trump. Um, but uh, but that was not to be. So we are uh, we are locked in the situation where we are right now, and tomorrow will tell the tale. Uh, so um, what has happened then, in summary, is that um, Biden rolled out the vaccines and got uh, COVID pretty much defeated, but not quite. COVID is actually sneaking back. Uh, he got half of his FDR size program, the infrastructure half passed. Uh, he uh, he has done his best to restore common decency in this country. So, uh, in part, people are behaving a little better, I think, than they were. Uh, but um, he doesn't get enough credit. Uh, our unemployment uh, in 2020, it was hard to imagine that now our unemployment is at 3.5%. He has uh, raised wages. Wages are raised pretty much across the country. Poverty has fallen, and people are able to go out and dine and have a good time um, despite inflation. And the proof of it was I went out with friends last night to a restaurant that normally, in the pre-COVID days, uh, had a respectable uh, number of, of clients on a, on a Sunday evening. But last night, there were no parking spaces in their very capacious, they have two parking lots there, and they were utterly filled, and the, the streets all around were filled and there was a line of people out the door down the steps of that restaurant uh, fortunately our group had reservations and so we could make our way through that crowd get inside let them know we had reservations and we caught uh, a table uh, very quickly but the entire restaurant and all of its extensions so its conference rooms, everything, were filled to capacity. So that proves that Americans, and these were not millionaires, uh, these were people like me, um, Americans have the wherewithal to go out and enjoy a fairly expensive dinner in company, uh, despite the inflation. So. America is actually privileged when it, when we compare ourselves to England or Germany, which has a ten percent. Both of them have ten percent inflation, and Canada, our next door neighbor, has seven percent. Uh, and Canada is very close uh, to our has, is close to our own economy and politics and so on uh, under normal circumstances. Right, right. I, I think, uh, but seven percent. And I don't hear them screaming uh, about crime and inflation and trying to over, overthrow the government and, for that matter, uh, democracy itself. Uh, so uh, Biden has actually done a pretty good job, and he's not getting credit for it. Mm. There are drawbacks. Uh, the uh, uh, the uh, social part of his program. 
uh, has not been carried out. Um, and preparedness for COVID hasn't been carried out yet. Uh, and the fight for the soul of America is very much in question because half of the or 40% of the population, uh, 70% of Republicans believe in uh, QAnon, for instance, and the Democrats are mixed with lizard, uh, lizard people who have to suck <laughs> babies' blood in order to stay alive. And that kind of incredible nonsense. Yeah. Um, but uh, they they pretend that they believe in it, and are going to vote accordingly. And so that is uh, that's my message for today. Well, listen, it's a it's an interesting one, and and again, we're we're the day before election day, and. Um, uh, I spoke to some key, you know, I'm here in New York and, and the doc is in San Antonio, Texas, and I'm here in New York where we have a Republican running for governor, uh, my congressman, actually, and somebody I know, um, Lee Zeldin, and he's a right to lifer and he is a uh, he is a uh, Trump uh, supporter and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump has backed him. And he's running against Kathy Hochul, who was the lieutenant governor under Andrew Cuomo. And uh, in his his two and a half terms or three terms, oh, three terms, I'm sorry. And um, he had to leave because of uh, because of uh, scandal. And when you uh, when no matter how you slice it, this is a much closer race than what it should be. We're one of the more liberal states than one more progressive states. In the nation, maybe only California is ahead of us, right? And uh, but we're a very progressive state, and normally a right to lifer who had any involvement with Trump um, would have no chance. Uh, there are mm-hmm. polls that are showing Lee Zeldin beating Kathy Hochul. In fact, uh, these six people are have been in in New York over the last week. Uh, the two Bidens, the two Obamas, and the two Clintons. So. <clears throat> Three, three presidents, Democratic presidents, and the first ladies, and that's not to minimize what they are. Uh, the three first ladies are stars in their uh, in their own right. I mean, not uh, to call them just first ladies would would be, uh, uh, you know, of course, Senator Clinton and and uh, and Secretary of Defense Clinton, but uh, Dr. Joe Biden and and Michelle Obama, who was a force of of nature. I mean, let's face it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so we have those six. Those six Democrats in New York, and it's uh, well. What's wrong with this picture? Those six Democrats should be in Ohio, or um, or or Arizona, Arizona, or, right? They should, uh, or yes, right, or yeah. yeah. They should be in Georgia. one of those states, not in New York, because it should be a blowout in New York. And uh, President Biden's. Uh, approval rating, and this is, I got this according to a top Dem. I spoke to him off off the record, but a stop t- uh, top statewide Dem uh, told me their, uh, their, their polling, their internal polling has Joe Biden at, at 33% approval rating, which That's is, un- yeah, unbelievable, uh, unbelievably low. And, uh, and he was just about 20 miles from me on Long Island, and, and they didn't know whether it was helping or hurting to put him there. So uh, that's what's going on in um, in New York, which is, you know, and it's all crime, you know, bail, uh, uh, bail reform, 
crime, bail reform crime, and that's the whole issue. And and abortion uh, has has taken a, a back seat. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely. I thought it would be the lead the lead story everywhere, but it has taken a back seat completely. Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, uh, propaganda does an amazingly uh, efficient job. Uh, if you didn't uh, through you all of your uh, news outlets, if you didn't the message that crime is rampant and uh, and uh, inflation is killing the uh, the economy over and over and over, uh, people are going to believe it and and it. And blaming Biden, Biden for the inflation, of course, uh, and and for the crime. Um, whereas uh, other other countries have a far worse inflation than we do, uh, but nobody thinks about that because propaganda prevents it. Uh, and I, unless uh, unless we can control the propaganda outlets in this country that are uh, spewing. Uh, fake news and conspiracy theories 24 hours a day I'm afraid we are going to lose our democracy which we may very well do tomorrow Uh, because if New York City goes uh, the governor goes Republican and Trumpist and big lie uh, believer and on and on Uh, and if Texas and all the rest of the states do the same uh, that'll be the end of our uh, free elections, I fear. Uh, we will have no more chance to get rid of, uh, to, to uh, uh, kick the bums out, um, because that's, that's actually what, uh, what happens on each of these uh, it, uh, halftime elections like this one. Uh, it's a time to throw the bums out. Um, and if we throw the bums, being Biden and, uh, and his administration, out, and put in the uh, the election deniers, uh, the Trump uh, MAGA Trump people uh, in power. Then we've had it. I'm I'm pretty sure. And Social Security and Medicare will have it, and will will be uh, diminished, will be privatized, uh, and so on. We will be unable to depend on it continuing. Um, and any other programs, such as the infrastructure bill. Uh, might might go down, and certainly no social welfare uh, will ever happen because that's socialism, uh, and so on. I mean, we're we're really in for it. So I'm really very frightened uh, about what's going to be happening. Amazing, yeah, absolutely amazing. And we'll see what happens the next time we speak. Uh, we'll have a newly elected governor, and I say that because uh, Kathy Hochul. Uh, Governor Hochul is uh, has not been elected. She uh, yeah. ascended uh, because of the the scandal. Um, or we'll have Lee Zeldin as uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin as the governor elect. Uh, one way or the other, we're going to have a uh, a, a new governor elected uh, elected yeah. to uh, to office here in New York. And we'll see what happens with Doctor Oz and and John Fetterman in right. um, in in Pennsylvania. And that could be a very interesting race and um and we'll see and what Herschel happens walker and uh, uh and his opponent whose name slips my mind right now and i need it yeah um yeah oh. i'm slipping my mind too uh herschel walker <laughs> has stolen all the ink there um he is a he is a right to lifer except uh when it comes to his uh own 
pregnancies. Uh, you know, right? right. <laughs> isn't that isn't that what happened? Um, uh, you know, he uh, apparently there's a uh, there's a woman or two who uh, who mentioned that he um, that uh, that he did not. Uh, oh, that he did not want to have a child, and he and he gave them money. Uh, I, I, is it Raphael Warnock? No, right? was it Warnock? Raphael Warnock? I, right. It came to me too. Yeah. Uh, yes. Right. It just popped in my mind. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Raphael Warnock, um, uh, you know, against Herschel Walker. We'll see how that all plays out. Uh, but it, it, you know, it's it's very interesting. What what's at stake is the the Democrats have an opportunity if they could if they could win some seats. Uh, they won't have to rely on the very unreliable uh, Kirsten Cinema and and Joe Manchin, and right. the Republicans. Um, you could say the, the same thing. The, the 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 reliable. They they will they will have their own majority because of if they win if they uh, pick up uh, a seat or two they'll have their own majority and their cushion will be Joe Manchin mm-hmm. and um, and Kirsten Cinema. That's right. Yeah. Which is uh, you know, that uh, well, uh, yes. I'm actually a little more optimistic about what's going on in Senate races yes. than I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. If president. you're a Democrat, you could be a little, you could be a little more uh, confident. The only thing is that Dr. Raz, um, I I would think has the the edge over Fetterman, but I I don't know that for sure, and and it's because Fetterman, because of a horrible situation where John Fetterman uh, had a stroke. And yeah. uh, and and you know he, he it showed up and it looked like he had a stroke uh, during his debate so that that's a very right. unfortunate situation that was an act of God in essence. Yes, right, and unfortunately it, be- it became nation nationwide knowledge, uh, and uh, and so a lot of people who were for him have withdrawn. Right. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it's so. You know, we we don't know what's going to happen, and we don't know what's going to happen here in New York. We don't even know what's going to happen with with Beto O'Rourke. I mean, just ask Tom no. Dewey, uh, the ghost of Tom Dewey. You'd need a Ouija board. Um, you know, he thought he was elected. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> he thought he was elected, and Harry Truman had the famous whistle stop. Um, you know, holding up the sign that Dewey defeats Truman. Yeah, and right. He had the last laugh there. So the thing is, you never know. Beto O'Rourke could end up being the the governor elect. Uh, although it's not likely, um, you just you just don't know. I mean, it's the only poll that matters is the one that is taken at the end of tomorrow, uh, and that's on election day. Exactly right, and the su- suspense is killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, and we would I I would always say, look, um, regardless of who you're voting for, vote. Um, the world is run by those who show up. And if you don't show up and vote, then you have nothing um, to complain about because you, exactly. you did nothing about it. All right. Well, Doc. Well, that's that is a good final message, Frank. Yeah. If you don't show up, you can't complain. Absolutely. So show up. So <laughs> Do show your up. best. Well, Doc. Uh, great as always. Uh, wonderful to hear your take on this. And to everyone out there, please get out and vote. Uh, You've been listening to The Florence Weinberg Show, Frank McKay signing off, uh, and for uh, Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg, we'll see you next time on The Florence Weinberg Show.